Welcome to the Barber Game Podcast. I go by the name of DJ Meat Chops. Hey, hey, people. This is Mess. What's good, everybody? This is your boy, Murr Mill, on the check-in, and this is the Barber Game Podcast. Welcome to this week's episode. We're talking about shop ownership, y'all. Yep, yep, yep. Exciting stuff. How's everybody week been, man? It's been good. Been good. So far, so good. Yeah, we've been... We've been uh we've been on the grind over here for the listeners. We've been trying to get up some good topics, some good content. Try to do some fact checks on the stuff that we on here saying, man. <laughs> you know, cause you know we 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 our last session was uh just sounding off, man, and <clears throat> we was just kind of just rambling on about different stuff that could potentially be shop conversations. But uh every you know, every fourth episode y'all can look forward to that. So if you don't want to tune into that, that's that's on you. Um, <laughs> why wouldn't you want to tune into that? Hey man, you some people just don't want to hear all of that. Hear all just that. you know, that's our time to just Yeah vent. Yeah, go in. Um outside of that though, we got a lot of we got a lot of things we're working on. For the most part, man, these these next three episodes should be pretty helpful. Um, just to get some insight on the way we look at stuff. We've gotten some emails from people so far. Yep. You know, um, it's been pretty cool. So we got some good ideas to talk about. Uh, today, like we said, it's uh, on shop ownership. How y'all feel about that? I know y'all shop owners, so yeah. I know y'all got a lot to say about this. Wasn't always a shop owner, but yeah, you're right. I mean, so I think... None I of could, us. None <laughs> of us are. <laughs> but you know, I, we, you know, some people come into the game, right? Oh, come yeah. Right yeah. Just I, come I, straight out of the gate? So I've heard. Out the womb? Out the womb. Oh man! No, nah, I'm mean, just kidding. You know. I'm just kidding. Um, no, nah, but yeah, I, I think from both both perspectives, from you know being just a sole proprietor, business owner on your own, and then turning around and actually having a business. Right. Well, independent contractors technically have their own business. Right. You know, so you can right. kind of. I guess it all depends on where you work at, uh, some of their standards, and you know some things that. You know whatever their rules are. Um, How much they let you fly? Hmm. I don't think that most shops even have rules, do they? Or, or I that? think besides just showing up on time, I don't think they necessarily enforce the rules. But mm-hmm. it is all like I don't think a lot of shops are more united. You know what I mean? In a sense of um, where they feel like you're responsible for your clientele. Right. And mm-hmm. and is that being united or is that being more like independent? Like independent. everybody just doing Inde- their own thing. Yeah, independent. Yeah, just kinda come and go whenever yeah, they want. If so and so is not here, oh their clients walk in, oh you might want to call him. Yeah. Like there's mm-hmm. no like teamwork in a sense. Yeah. I mean, well ain't nothing wrong with that. I mean if it works you for you. Yeah, yeah. If it works, yeah. Um, so we want to talk about shop ownership, maybe some pros, some cons, things yeah, like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We're going to get into the pros and cons, mm-hmm. some of the benefits of owning a shop. Why do some people even want a shop in the first place? Is there anything to look forward to in it? Um, right. A lot of these opinions for me. Is it okay to not have a shop if you don't want one? Yeah. It's okay. Yeah. Some people. Um, I, I don't know. We generally speak every time, you know, every barber I've ever talked to, I think, the overall goal eventually is to own a shop you know but like i said that's only the few barbers that i've talked to 
Mm-hmm. Uh, there's probably a lot more barbers out here in the world that just want to work at a shop and, um, you know, get paid or pay booth rent. Mm-hmm. And that's fine, too, you know. Um, this shop ownership thing, you know, it's, it's two different. I think it's a few different types of people overall that uh, may go into it with their intentions, what their intentions are behind owning a shop. I think it could be a very ego-driven position. Preach. Right. right. Yes. So mm-hmm. what I mean by that is basically, you know, you just want to have something of yours, I think, like that you consider yours, mm-hmm. you know. So basically it would most likely need to have your name on the front of it. Mm. Um, mm-hmm. It would have to be specifically in a place where you want it to be. Mm-hmm. It would have to be a certain color. Um it would have to look a certain way, you know, stuff like that. So the the, the typical, which is nothing wrong because that's all creative art, mm-hmm. you know, and it, and it and it does fit in a lot of cases right now from what it looked like to me. It is becoming a trend to be an ego-driven uh, shop owner. What do you think? Starting to see it a lot more. A lot more uh, people just taking chances instead right. of just saying... I'll succumb to whatever this individual wants. Right. Male or female in their barbershop or in their business. I can go over there and scrounge up 10, 15, whatever, thousand, you know what I mean? And mm-hmm. and open up a one chair shop and not have any type of managing skills or, you know, any just take the chance. Well, I mean? when you say not have, I mean you know, it's hard to say what people don't have until you, you know, until at the end of the day, it shows. Yeah, it yeah, shows. Yeah, you know yeah, what I mean? Yeah. yeah. Well, barbers, okay, so I, barbers are kind of eager to want to show you what they do have versus yeah, what they don't I mean, have. Um, I mean, they they wear themselves very thin, you know, because it is ego driven. Yeah, the, the whole day. the whole like career itself is a very independent artist yes. type of uh, mm-hmm. career. I've always felt that way about it. And, you know, that was one of the biggest reasons why I wanted to become a barber in the first place was because of the, you know, just the independence of it mm-hmm. and, and stuff like that. But that was all based on my previous work, working in different environments before, you know. And so now that I'm doing something I love to do, it just kind of is easier for me to not be so, so independent, like more team orientated. Right. You know, just from a shop owner perspective. So you got that out the way. You yeah, got that, all that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just kind of got all of that out of my system Mm, early. mm, Um, mm. But that brings us right into the next type of shop owner, which is the person that preferably would like a business partner instead Mm -hmm. of, you know, doing it by themselves or whatever. Mm -hmm. They prefer like a business partner to share some of the responsibility with. Yeah. Right. Yeah. I I can agree with that. I mean, there's a lot, you know, sometimes people don't understand what it means to actually run a shop. They say, oh, yeah, I can do that. Mm-hmm. And then they get put in those shoes. You're like, whoa, wait, you, you took care of all this? I, I didn't even notice it comes with. It's right. part of the outfit, right? You know what I mean? Right. So how do you? I I just feel like a lot of people don't realize what they're getting themselves into when they do go open up a shop. You mean with partnerships? Yeah, even with partnerships. Like, what are your qualifications for having a partner? Mm-hmm. Like, are you just having a partner that um, is a fellow barber or a partner that's just a financial mm. partner? Mm. 
that never cut hair before yeah, or mm, like that, both don't yeah. know what they're getting themselves into if they don't have an idea of what they want to do it sounds good to have a partner it sounds good to have someone else to rely on or well, like a financial backing you mean a, a like financial that, backing that, when you or said some, that it stood out because i like that's you know there's people out here that you know they just get the financial backing but they got to do all the work mm. right mm. Or, or don't realize what what goes into it you know mm. i mean yeah it sounds good to have a partner so that you guys can um be responsible equally right based on the partnership or whatever but at the same time do you know who you're getting into business with mm-hmm. do you know what you're gonna have end up having to do yeah i mean do you want to just blame shift or do you want to grow? Right. Mm. Well, that's all like trial and error, I guess. Um, right. But you could know who you're doing business with before you do it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh-oh. <Yeah. laughs> but I, I, I feel like a lot of people, um, especially in this industry, a lot of people will say, oh, yeah, yeah, that sounds good. Like, yeah, let's do it. But haven't done any background checks on anyone you know <laughs> yeah yeah right, i don't know why that's so funny man yeah. this guy Mikal, just got a new sound on his damn <laughs> on his damn keyboard we're sounding off so i figured to put some yeah. sound effects in there you know what I'm saying? this guy got the the, the what is that hey. man like a <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, man. I, I've I mean, heard you I'm, load it like four <laughs> times, but I haven't heard any. Clearly, anything nah, go off yet. Baby all right, but I'm yeah. Kidding. So, all right, moving on. We got um, so we got the partnership uh, individual mm-hmm. shop owner mm-hmm. that you know partners up with you know different people. And then you got, I guess, investors like uh, you know, just silent investors, silent investors, and stuff like that. So, out of the two, which one are you? You know, if you find yourself in these categories of individuals are you are you the type of person that just you know which is nothing wrong with nothing wrong with i mean um you know from the from from the barber's perspective if you have an investor you know you're just gonna you have to remember that you're gonna end up having to do much more work than what the person that's investing in is -hmm. doing you know what i mean i think as long as both parties know that Okay, so it's fine. So you, you know got I mean? so you, all right. Let me let me clarify real quick. So you got three 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 areas. You got the the independent right ego. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't even want to call yeah. it ego <laughs> at this point. It, it, it sounds negative. It, yeah, it's yeah, really it sounds not. negative. It's just self motivated. Why? why so, no, I, I don't know. I, just call it ego. It, it is what it is. I mean, negative or not, it is what it is. It's driven <laughs> by ego. I mean, good lord. What do you mean? Like, who are but we? What, whose feelings are we worried about? Well. <laughs> Hey, it, it goes it goes around. It I'm goes. Just it, it just <laughs> goes. It goes around because people got different motivations. Just because I want my own shop by myself, and I want people to work for me and work at my shop for the rest of their lives or whatever, and if they don't like it, they can go somewhere else and whatever that is. That really ain't necessarily nothing wrong with because it's been it's been basically done like that for the last there's nothing wrong there's nothing Mm. wrong with it it's how you handle it what makes it for you to say that it's all the time just an ego driven situation i I don't don't know about that i didn't say it's all the time i said there are some that are ego driven and if that's what it is that's what it is oh yeah i mean for sure 
But I'm just saying, you can't categorize every person that does I that. I didn't say every yeah, person. Every, you, you, you basically you're ego. doing that. You bro, know? Bro, bro. Yeah, if you got Whatever. your name on the front of the building, you just yeah, ego bar. No, nah, that ain't, ain't true. Some people just want their name on because that's what they do. I, you you got to have ego to do it. Mm, yeah. <laughs> you got to have, you know. Mm. So I feel it. I see what you're saying. Um, moving on to the second category is, you know, you got business partner. Right. Uh, barbers right. that would like to... Y'all was um, kids, y'all was childhood up. friends yeah, or something like that. And you, and you know this person, you trust this person. Like that. Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and you're willing to do business with them. 50, and then 50, 70, 30. Y'all responsibility level, like everything's mm-hmm. shared all mm-hmm. the way across the board. All the profits is shared all the way across the board. That's dope. Mm-hmm. Um, that's, a, that's another concept. And then you just got, you know, investors that invest into your efforts and your ideas and, and everything. I feel like Somebody that's where... granddaddy got money. Well, <laughs> I feel like that's where it can get hairy, especially Absolutely. where yeah. the silent investors, you know, their whole point is to stay silent. Mm-hmm. Sometimes they don't like to stay silent. They like to, like, add in their two cents, especially if they don't have experience right. in working in a shop. And that's as a business partner, if that's your business partner, it can get frustrating. Right. Well, mm-hmm. you know, it, it, it gets to that point where... um you know, as a silent investor, you know, you can you you basically just waiting on a return. Exactly. Mm-hmm. You know? mm-hmm. and, and, and and whoever the barber is, you gotta get the barbers, you gotta do this, you gotta do that and make sure everything is profitable. So you know, if you find yourself in any one of these categories, just just know that this conversation that we're about to have is pretty much outlined with pros and cons that fit in both situations. Um but you know, we're just going to expand and talk about it. So mm-hmm. we'd like to get some feedback from y'all if y'all feel differently about it. All right, so starting off, um, <clears throat> being a shop owner it, in itself is you get the opportunity to be creative, you know, and uh, innovative mm-hmm. and different. You mm-hmm. can separate your business from all the other ones, right? Right. As a pro, mm-hmm. you get to have full control over what the, direction you want yeah, to take di- it. Yeah, the direction. You don't really just work for somebody else. You, exactly. you actually get to put in input into what people see, mm. what people experience is at the shop, all of that. Being a shop owner, um, you can you, you have a lot more control over stuff like that. One of the cons to that is, with being a shop owner, is you're going to have the other shops copying what you're doing, what your idea is. Mm-hmm. So there could be shops that never open seven days a week all of a sudden, they'll start doing it. <laughs> right. You know, there'll be shops right. that never did online booking. They start all of doing a sudden, it, yes. they'll start doing it, you know. And then every time you try to do something different, if you try to run any specials, you got to understand that you're, you're standing out so much mm-hmm. that you're putting pressure mm-hmm. on these on all your competitors. So what happens is they'll, they'll basically, they have to copy what exactly. you're doing. So you always have to figure out different ways to do something different and be innovative again. So it's just like a, a treadmill of just constantly Consistent. coming up with new material, with new ways and, and actually moving with time, right? Mm-hmm. Y'all agree with that? I, I agree. I agree. Like as much as that's a pro that can also be a con, basically, yeah, basically. because it's constantly on you to have to think of new ways of staying relevant and, and making money. Yeah, I mean, because, you know, if you're not setting the trend and, and you're following the you know, you're late. You can time. only do that for so long, though. I mean, we've seen, 
I think people. I, I think, think we've seen customers over the know. Years. I think customers oh, yeah. know. I think customers Absolutely. know where they seen it first. I think customers know, you know, some of the things that that uh that some shops do, and, and that's with any business all across the board. I mean, right now, if I see Popeyes chicken do something that KFC, KFC ain't doing, yeah. then it just makes sense. Like, yo, Popeyes got that. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Like. Mm-hmm. They the ones who did that, mm. right? Now, if right. I see KFC jump out there and just, just, we just go I mean, completely I love, bite. I, love, I love that you use fast food because we see it all the time. Yeah, the five dollar, the five dollar foot yeah, They have to adjust. Yeah, Subway Man, and everybody wow, start following it. Uh-huh. Everyone's price point was five dollars, but it was different value of the five dollars, so, right? So, in business, in the world mm-hmm. of business, we gotta understand that as a business owner, when you own a shop, you have to be ready to compete. Period. Mm-hmm. If you're not ready to compete, don't cry, don't don't complain, mm. you know, don't don't run and oh man, I can't believe this and I can't believe that, you know. Mm. We I'm sure we all had our times of like I can't believe these people are literally copying and pasting everything we doing. Yeah. But hey, that's how the cookie crumbles, man. You got to move on. You got to you got to get fly with it. It's 2000 some odd years yeah. in yeah. the game right now. Yeah. We've we've seen things come and go, but when you the truth it'll always kind of rise to the top anyway. Mm-hmm. So mm-hmm. look at that. Uh, next thing is on the pros and you know cons list, we gotta, we're gonna try to match things comparably to say, you know. The pro and the, the con The pro it. and con for each one. Mm-hmm. So as far as money, right? It's a, it's a bigger financial game being a shop owner. Yeah, mm-hmm. but it's also more of a hit you may take. Yeah, so that's a two-way. Yep. Right. It's a two-way. That's a two for like two. you can I mean, you're going to take a hit when you first start opening mm. it, you know, by you're having reap the benefits when you actually do get people exactly, in there. Exactly. Right? If you're smart. And <laughs> and um yeah, I I think you're going to have to open it up. Not only do you have to open up, yeah, depending how your lease is operated mm. you're gonna have to have first last whatever yeah, yeah. or for the year who knows right. especially if you don't get a bank loan and you decide to all funded by your own savings independent yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. um yeah it's, it's a big financial uh leap, yeah, leap yeah. either way because you know you you know you know you signing up for all of the responsibility mm-hmm. as far as marketing dollars chairs uh, any anything man just yeah, everything yep. it costs more but you do make more if everything works out right, right. It, it, you know you do you do you do make the money um uh moving on to the next one legacy uh is that is that important at this point yeah i think it's important for everybody it's, it's yeah it's, some people value it more than others but yeah I think especially it is if you put your name on it Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah. On you the got door. value it if your name on the building. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. So legacy is important, I guess, to some people. I mean, um, you wanna you wanna say when everything's said and done that you did that and that's what you did and mm-hmm. you was a part of this and that's you know. Mm-hmm. Um, on the downside of that, is there is there a downside? It could, I mean, if it, 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 it if it don't make it, if it don't, if it make, don't it, make it, <laughs> your legacy yeah. is down the drain. You jumped out there. Yeah. Damn. Yeah, it's gone. Yeah, that is that is a have, con. That is you, a con. Yeah, I mean, you you can so, have Robert's Barbershop, and it could be like the best, you know, or it could be Robert's Barbershop that closed in three years. It could so. be Robert's Barbershop, and then where's Robert's Barbershop? Exactly. Yeah, it's gone. <laughs> 
So I mean, legacy is important, and you got to be wise on how you wanna one name it and how you wanna run your business. Yeah. Like, mm. are you running your business? Is this like a temporary thing? Like, oh, I just is got in. Yeah, yeah. long term, or is it just like, man, I just I thought about it. It's it sounds cool. Like, should I do it? Like, okay, let's do it. Right. And you have no plan behind it. Mm. Yeah. All right, moving on. Um, legacy, I guess that's a good one. Uh, being a boss. Is that's that, another um, two-way joint. That's, that's a two-way. That's a two-way, yeah. yeah cause All right. it, I mean, so you the boss. You, you, you in charge when you're on your own shop, mm -hmm, right? Mm -hmm. Yeah, that, but you also... But as much as it's a positive, it can be a negative in a sense for you personally. Like, you have to lead by example. Right. And you cannot afford to make a mistake when you are having other barbers that work with you that you hired because then anything you do can reflect badly on them mm. or badly on yourself where you can't ask them to be on time when you're never on time or you never show up. You're going to be one of those well, like 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 yeah. the dude that says do as I say not as, as I do. I do yeah. Of, you know what I mean? Or, right, or female, right. you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, you know. Yeah. It becomes like almost like a hypocritical thing. Well, exactly. you know, if you if you if you sign up to be a shop owner or a business owner, period, it should be a passion for you to just go harder than everybody else, anyway. Right. So but being then a boss shouldn't be that hard. I I understand, but I feel like there's also a lot of people that like just that title behind it without having. Oh, they're to, not really they're not really ready for that work. Right. Mm, it, right. It, it sounds good. It sounds good having a CEO title behind your name, mm -hmm. but if you're not going to do what it takes, sometimes you eat last. Yeah. You don't eat mm. first. Actually, I think that's the way it is. That's mm. how it should be. <laughs> um, all right, moving on. Flexibility is that a is that a benefit or is, is that even a a real thing? Flexibility. It, it is a real thing. I feel like flexibility, depending on how you use how your it. shop is organized. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Because I feel like sometimes you can be you. Any barber has the flexibility. Right. Like you can do whatever you want to. Just know. I'm not your boss. Your boss is not your boss. You're not your boss. Your yeah. clients is your boss. Yeah, yeah. Pretty much. Your clients tell you. So it's all about uh, using they, them. Yeah, making sure they hold you or you allow them to hold you accountable for right. the things you say you're going to do. So if you want to say, uh -huh. hey, I don't want to come in today, just know your clients probably be fed up by that and not come back to you. Mm-hmm. And that's your you flexibility. Wanna, you want to put in on that? <laughs> I don't want to say nothing, man. No comment. I, you ain't got I, no comment on that? Nah, I got <laughs> is We recording right now? <laughs> yeah. We got, um, yeah. All right. We'll, I wouldn't want to say nothing about that. All right. <laughs> okay, it's time for Now You Know. So today's fact is coming from Booksy.com, which tells us about the oldest surviving barbershop in the world, which is in Truefit and Hill in London, established in 1805. It now operates in eight countries, which is Azerbaijan, South Korea, Canada, India, Thailand, USA, Singapore, and Malaysia, offering professional haircuts and other grooming services. Hey, now you know. Man, what was the name of that again? It actually didn't provide the name of it, but it said it was in Truefit in Hill, Truefit. London. Yeah, I think I came across that uh, shop okay. before. It's, it's a fact. They're all over the world, I think. Yeah, they got there's different joints and mm -hmm. different continents. Yeah. yeah. That's hard. 
Yeah. I mean, eighteen oh five. That's kinda, that. Yeah. That's what two hundred. Yeah. What kind of business plan they got? Like, damn, that shit's still relevant. Like, yeah. What is eighteen oh five? Yeah, that's pretty gangster right there. Yeah. <laughs> I um, mean, even the chair. General Motors <laughs> couldn't even predict that they were gonna be around now. Like, yo, it's <laughs> yeah, man, that's dope. Uh, that's, that's tight. For all the listeners, man, yo, that's what it's about. Trying to keep your shop open as long as as long as mm. possible. Mm-hmm. Um, moving on, man. Open other doors with shop ownership. Does that open up any other doors for for other opportunities? I think being so. a shop owner. I think so. It, it, I think it allows you to have multiple locations. Being, of course, the obvious one, mm-hmm. um, and depending on how far you want to take it, like you have to consider the times that we're in you can't just be one trick pony mm. you gotta you gotta have a lot of tricks right switch it up every now and then yeah okay yeah what about um i think i think for the community i think it's huge you can get involved with local restaurants local local clothing stores whatever you know what i mean what do you mean i think you could just you mean use a, them a, as a business opportunities or yeah absolutely um and not even talk about like necessarily doing business with them, but like just cross promotion, right. things like that. Like once you really engulf yourself in to what you're doing, mm-hmm. I notice, at least for me, like every time I do that, I always come up with other ways to collaborate with other people. Even if we can't see eye to eye on what I'm necessarily doing, I can provide a service for them in right. another way. You know what I mean? Right. So, yeah. so you, what you're saying is if you got your own shop, um, you can align your branding, what you know. You can align your your name brand with other companies and other other businesses in the community. Absolutely. To to advertise right. and stuff I, like that. I mean, listen. For us, we've done things where we uh, we did things with the neighboring schools, right? Mm. Where we either did charity events for them or provided the school teams. Uh, haircuts or whatnot, which allowed the schools to to know of us and mm-hmm. for other kids to come in. Mm. Um, as far as opening other doors uh, and doing community events with other people in different companies, is it ever a bad thing? Could it ever be a negative to that? Could it oh, ever yeah. be a con to that? Doing yeah, business yeah. with the if wrong you, people? It, yeah, wrong people. Wrong yeah. people yeah. or over over promising and not realizing what you're getting yourself mm. into and, and under delivering and mm. under delivering mm-hmm. okay yeah that's that's hey, like only to have two barbers. but that's got something any that, examples that's, some, that's something that a lot of people I mean, think about before they you know i yeah. i can speak of an event that we did a charity event mm-hmm. uh where we were providing a haircuts for back to school kids mm-hmm. and we didn't estimate it to be um you know, in a done in a timely fashion, and there was only two barbers that were serving about six hundred kids. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's pretty. Yeah, that's pretty crazy and, right there. And it looked know, bad. It looked. It, it, looked it, it bad. didn't it looked, look good. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> and it was a hot day, and we did it outside. Right, right, right. So yeah, I can see what you mean now. So mm-hmm. good for the kids that got you know. The Just make sure when you exit twenty <laughs> stuff. And then <laughs> and then not, and then another prepared. issue with that particular incident was or a particular um event was that um 
we didn't clarify exactly what kind of haircuts we were doing because mm-hmm. it was a charity event so some of the kids were really excited and it was getting designs it was design. getting that work, it was getting that work. <laughs> <laughs> yeah i feel it so it, <laughs> you gotta watch out you gotta yeah. yeah so when you're doing stuff you gotta make sure you got it all figured out and it's organized clarified from the beginning yeah. yeah that way there's no surprises on because we end up having to bring out like forget i mean yeah of course you bring your own clippers but like having to bring our own chairs yeah you know right, right, right. like it was mm. a lot yeah. <laughs> okay all right well um the the last one we got written down is uh control your destiny as a shop owner mm-hmm. um i think you can pretty much do that as a as a uh as a regular barber i mean you know a barber that Any doesn't barber, own yes. a shop right mm-hmm. as well but mm-hmm. uh when you have ownership you can more so be more actually mobile in it right you can yeah. take it you can and direct just it go hard you can direct your own movie in every way you want it to mm-hmm. just be realistic about it and understand that not everyone may be on the same uh boat with you but you're the captain of your ship right um dealing with I like how you said that too because i think that's something that people don't even think about it's just like I'm going hard and it don't even matter. And then I don't think they understand what cap- going hard yeah, means. Yeah, I got you. I yeah. got you. Be a captain of the ship. That's, yeah. that's real. Um, My bad. Mm-hmm. <laughs> as far as uh, owning, being an owner, you have to deal with all types of problems from people. Yes. Right? You got to yes. be You got to be tough to, to you, deal you with. You do. You can't just write off um, problems. No. Right? right? Every problem has to be deposited somewhere or... And it has to be handled mm. accordingly to that problem. There is no one size fits all for every problem. Because mm-hmm. every person you work with is a different human being, mm. a different personality. And, and it I goes th- from the barbers to the clients as well, right? As a shop yes, owner, you got to yes. work out all of these differences yeah. that people are going to have. Yeah, and you have to adhere to all kinds of personalities. That's why the four personalities help right um <laughs> would you feel that um having a business partner would that be, would it be easier to do stuff like that with if, all of the different responsibilities or is it or is it pretty much just as easy if it's the right business partner if that if you know you're the marketing person right and your business partner is more so the personality person then you guys can switch off who's responsible for what instead of trying to being able to like figure everything yeah, out on your, on your own. own yeah, yeah. I, I think the fact of the matter is we stress it all the time. Communication is probably the most mm-hmm. important thing, right? So right. as long as you're communicating with somebody, everything can get delegated and taken care of in a timely fashion. Because sometimes some things are too, they need to be urgent. And you need to let somebody know, like, if you can't get it done, like, look, I can't get this done. Would you take care of this? And it needs to be done before the first. Yeah. It's the 28th. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. I need this done before that. Right. And you need to effectively communicate that with your business partners. I mean, partner it, partners. At, at the end of the day, I mean, it can feel a lot like when you own a shop, having to deal with certain barbers. Maybe they don't get along with one another as barbers or unruly customers that are just trying to get a free cut sometimes you have to as a shop owner like oversee everything and Mm. figure out how to have a solution for those issues without it you know getting to an uncontrollable situation most most of the time what i've noticed is that for the most part it's a short-lived issue right like 
if if I was to calculate all the issues that I've heard of <laughs> over the last ten years, it'd be like, you know, I, I don't remember half of them. I mean, I, a, a lot of them because they come and they go. I right, mean, issues come and go. You just got to have a loyal team willing to work with you through all the issues, right. and that's when it comes down to dealing. Depending on who you're working with, depending on who you're partnering with, yeah. people got to be willing to work through the issues. hard times. Yeah. To get to the good times, especially when you're doing business with them, mm-hmm. you know, because if you just quick to some jump ship, uh, for one little incident over one, you know, one thing that happened at the shop, you probably you probably don't want to own a shop because you're gonna be dealing with issues like that that people are gonna be willing to jump ship on you. In all these cases, I mean, live by what you feel like you want people to live by. Right. Now, if you don't own a shop and you want to own a shop, live by those things that you expect from barbers when you do own a shop. So if you work at a shop, don't be willing to just, you know, um, just basically shop hop over <laughs> one one incident. Yeah, you know yeah. what I'm saying? I mean, because it's, it's becoming an epidemic out here that we really want to speak about and talk about. Uh, as far as the financial side of things, there is a whole bunch of benefits. But remember that without customers, there's no money being generated. And without barbers, there's no money being distributed. Distributed. Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And we, yeah, we, we all have, have to, to work together. You, you know have I mean? to also have a full shop to to see the true benefits. Yeah. You know? mm-hmm. you're, you're not going to be able to sit down one day of the week or five days of the week if you don't have a full shop mm-hmm. of barbers. Right. And, you know, um, for the most part, you know, uh, things can always be cool because you always work for yourself no matter what. Mm-hmm. But uh, at the end of the day, if you if you focus on the money, drop the ego and focus on a good company to rock with. And, and, and let's take the barber industry and the barber game to a different place where it's never really been. Um, one of one of my objectives in life is to try to create a a, a good barbershop you know a real barbershop that um is global yeah you know what i mean mm. it, it really don't exist right now as far as i see mm. uh that's why we're doing the barber game podcast to kind of reach out to the community i mean do you guys know of any shop that's that, that's why i asked for you for that name that, yeah <laughs> that one in malaysia and yeah. all oh, like true fit what yeah, you say true, true, fit? Yeah, true yeah. fit and hill okay um yeah I don't, yeah I you know you know they they that's that's one concept um i think they have uh i think it's a real high-end place if mm-hmm. i'm not mistaken yeah uh those those services that they're providing is i think they have those old school like barber chairs right. i think it's very like a old school real like 1805 type of right. barbershop um, which is dope, you know what I mean? I, I think it's, might not be it's, a, it's a real dope concept, but like, <laughs> if you think about everything, when you when you look at a place like Supercuts or Sports Clips, mm-hmm. I don't know how they, what their business plan is or anything, but they have thousands of locations across the United States. It's, mm. But it's it, not a real barbershop. It, it's not, I think it's just a haircutting place. Right, it's just a place where people go get their haircut, mm. you yeah. know, which is fine, um, but I'm looking forward to seeing one of them shops, one of the shops out here in the world. Um, just, just make that leap. And if we can't, if if there's any shop out there that's identifying themselves as that leading, that leading shop to blaze the trail, I would say, you know, I think I think we know of one of those shops. I think mm-hmm. we're a part of that. 
And, um, mm-hmm. you know, we don't really want to talk about it right now for all our listeners mm-hmm. that that's out there, man. We, we, we just want this to be an unbiased conversation when we have this because we want every barbershop. We want every shop, um, every barber out here to own their own shop. Um, what we what we what we come into is a place where the ego driven barber really there's no room for collaboration with right. with with a person that just want everything their way. Right. And so once we get past that as a as a culture, I think we own to something, man. If people just start paying more attention to where everything's going, based on past, you know what I'm saying, based on actual history mm-hmm. and the things that has happened, this is going to happen one of these days and you know we're looking forward to getting everybody input about it sky's the limit if we could all work together i think yeah too like, I mean, so other we people are do it the world. other people do it oh. <laughs> other people do it <laughs> yep. <laughs> yep there we go man so that's this week's um y'all got any so. questions anything man y'all y'all tune back in and um shoot us an email yeah, let us know. Let us know what you think and let us know what other topics you would like us to cover. Give us right. some inspiration. For real. Yep, we out. All right. Bye. That concludes this week's episode. Tune in next week and check us out at thebarbergame.com.